This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, July 30th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. China talks resume. Can Warren undercut Trump on trade? FCC looks to boost telehealth. U.S. Ag wants big progress in China talks. The Trump administration may be trying to lower expectations for talks in China this week, but the U.S. ag sector is not laying off the pressure for an end to the trade war and the lifting of sanctions that have caused U.S. exports to plummet over the past year. American Farm Bureau President Zippy Duvall said, All eyes will be on this week's trade negotiations in China because reopening the door to one of the largest markets in the world is key to helping farmers get back on their feet. American agriculture can compete with anyone in the world on a level playing field. I hope these week's talks create that opportunity. U.S. ag exports to China dropped by 50% in 2018, down to just $9.1 billion, according to Farm Bureau. In Shanghai, much of the working day has already passed for the first two days of talks. There's a 12-hour time difference between the two countries. But the U.S. and Chinese negotiators still have the evening there and tomorrow to make as much progress as possible on ending the trade war before U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lineheiser and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin return to Washington. Candidates face off in Detroit. The second set of Democratic presidential debates takes place tonight and tomorrow in Detroit. Senators Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, who are running numbers two and three of the polls, will headline the field tonight. South Bend, Indiana Mayor Pete Buttigieg will also be on stage. Ten candidates will debate each night. Former Vice President Joe Biden will debate on Wednesday night. Biden continues to lead all the Democratic candidates. He's the favorite of 29% of Democratic voters surveyed, ahead of Sanders at 15% and Warren at 14.5%. That according to an average of polls tracked by Real Clear Politics. Warren would overhaul trade packs. Warren is calling for overhauling the way the U.S. negotiates trade agreements, and she wants to do deals only with countries that meet strict standards. Countries would have to adhere to international labor standards, recognize religious freedom, be a signee to the Paris Climate Agreement, and ban fossil fuel subsidies before they would even sit down with talks at the U.S. under Warren's new proposal. Also under her plan, negotiating drafts would no longer be kept secret from the public, labor unions would have a seat in the talks, and Congress would play a role in drafting the pact, not just ratifying it. Keep in mind, Warren's plan is clearly aimed at undermining Trump's support in swing states such as Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. She doesn't rule out using tariffs to extract concessions from other countries. She said, while I think tariffs are an important tool, they are not by themselves a long-term solution to our failed trade agenda and must be part of a broader strategy that this administration clearly lacks. Breakthrough for rootworm-resistant corn. The last big export market is now open for a corn variety genetically engineered to resist corn rootworm. The European Commission, that's the European Union's governing arm, has approved Syngenta's AgriSure Duracade for import. Although Chinese approval two years ago went a long way toward opening the trade door for Duracade, Syngenta expects this latest approval will help the Duracade seed market in the U.S. and Canada to grow. 
Rootworm is one of corn's worst enemies, costing more than a billion dollars in damage every year. Report. Immigrants could fill rural doctor gap. A new report from the Center for American Progress, a liberal think tank, says immigrants could fill physician shortages in rural communities if U.S. immigration policies are changed. A 2018 Medicus survey of more than 2,000 medical professionals found only 8% said they worked in small towns or rural communities. Just 6% wanted to move to those areas. Silva Mathma, who authored the CAP report, says Congress needs to make permanent what's known as the Conrad 30 Waiver Program. The program allows immigrant doctors who completed their residences on J-1 visas to stay in the U.S. if they commit to practice in underserved communities for three years. Currently, Congress must reauthorize the program every two years and only gives states 30 waivers, regardless of size or need. Why it matters? Well, there are 13.1 physicians and surgeons per every 10,000 rural residents, compared with 31.2 physicians per 10,000 urban residents. FCC looks to boost rural telehealth. The Federal Communications Commission is proposing a rural telehealth pilot program to help low-income patients and veterans. In a proposed rule being published in today's Federal Register, the FCC said it would not limit the number of projects to be funded by the three-year $100 million pilot. The pilot program would help selected health care providers defray the cost of Internet service necessary to provide connected care services directly to qualifying patients. The pilot would allow the commission to obtain valuable data concerning connected care services, according to the proposal. It also would help better understand the relationship of affordable patient broadband Internet access service to the availability of quality health care, the health care cost savings that result from connected care services, and the role of connected care on patient health outcomes. To help collect meaningful data, the Commission wants to limit the pilot to projects that primarily focus on health conditions that usually require at least several months more to treat. Those include behavioral health, opioid dependency, chronic health conditions such as diabetes, kidney disease, heart disease, and stroke recovery, mental health conditions, and high-risk pregnancies. Here's today's She Said It. The president has a lot of authority to remake trade policy herself. When I'm elected, I intend to use it. That's Senator Elizabeth Warren on her trade policy. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, July 30th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.